you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the, world. in the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Coming at you live. Coming at you live on the podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys being here. I think I just broke the mic. I'm probably going to have to fix the peaks on that. Welcome to the Chris Voss Show. As always, we love and appreciate you. Chris Voss Show is the family that hugs you, that loves you, that tells you how wonderful you are or, you know, whatever you need to hear. But remember, we don't judge you. So we're the best kind of family there is. And remember that during Thanksgiving time when you're sitting there alone because your family won't accept you because of they just don't like you because you're the black sheep of the family. You can still listen to Chris Voss Show, the family that loves you, that doesn't judge you. Anyway, guys, the holiday season's coming up. We're reaching that time of year. So those of you watching this, whatever, check that out. We just released our yesterday. Our interview with the governor of Massachusetts. It was a fun interview. It was a really interesting guy. I highly recommend you check it out. And two days ago, the billionaire interview that we did with Ronald, what, but his name escapes me, Rothstein. You, you can go look it up on the Chris Foss show, but he wrote his book, How to Invest. And that was a very fun interview. We asked him in his text messages with Warren Buffett if he, if Warren Buffett uses emojis. And uh, you'll find out what we found out on the interview. Today, we have another brilliant, amazing CEO and gentleman on the show. He is Ron Feldman, the president of World Business Services. And uh, he's going to be on the show talking to us about what he does and how he does it. And he's lived an extraordinary life where he's zigged and zagged and learned a lot of things from them. That's kind of what we do through life. I've learned more in 54 years than I probably learned, I don't know, in my previous lifetime. Ron Feldman has been recognized by Who's Who in California and Who's Who in Lodging. He has taught business services marketing at the undergraduate and MBA university levels. Ron has represented the United States in World Championships of Tournament Bridge in 1982, 1986, and 1984. He founded Hotel Connections in 1984 and sold the company in 19... Did I say 1980? He, he founded Hotel Connections in 1984 and sold the company in 1994 which is the year he founded World Business Services, which has been able to create millions of dollars for nearly three decades in refunds and cost savings for clients without any out-of-pocket direct capital expenditures or debt service financing. What do you know? He's on the show with us live now. Ron, how are you, my friend? Terrific. Yourself. Awesome sauce. It's good to have you. There's well, a lot of things. You were just saying about in your 54 years about you know learning and the unlucky learn from experience, and the lucky learn from the experience of others. I love that saying. Is that your quote, or does someone? Is that a quote from someone? Yeah, that's. I try not to have the several reruns. <laughs> <laughs> I stay away from Taco Bell. That keeps me away. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ron, give us your dot com. Where do you want people to find you on the interwebs and get to know you better? We're lurking at worldbusinessservices.com. I like the lurking part. There you go. Well, I think the only hard part is typing the three S's in the middle. Ah, that, you're you're on your way. You know, people do that with the Chris Voss show. There's a somebody wrote me the other day, and they go, "Oh, there's three S's in the middle. There's the there's the Voss two S's, and then show." 
And they're like, there's three S's there. And I'm like, what is there like a limit to it's like Mississippi, man. You just got I's and S's. That's just the way it rolls. Absolutely. It is what it is, my friend. So let's talk a little bit about your history and background, because some of that leads into what you're doing now with your company. All right. Yeah. So I actually grew up in Los Angeles. And when I was a kid, I was playing hide and go seek in La Brea Tar Pits before the L.A. County Art Museum was built. And then my first job was selling newspapers on the corner of Fairfax and 6th Street for two cents a copy. And, you know, growing up in Los Angeles was really nice at the time. There wasn't just asphalt seas and Dairy Queens. And then when I graduated from high school, I went to Fairfax High School in West Los Angeles. I went up to Cal State Hayward University and did my undergraduate work there, my graduate work, and met my wife there. The, the first day I, I walked into the dormitory and carried her bags to her room. Awesome sauce. Wow. That's a great love story, man. How long have you guys been married now? We've been married 49 years and known each other for 54, and I belong to a club of men that are married to women that are too good for them. It's a very large club. It's a very large club. Well, I'm sure she reminds you that on a daily basis. Oh, she's terrific. She has no enemies. <laughs> well, that's good because you don't want to be on that list. There you go. So you've you've uh, done quite a few things in your life. Well, let's kind of touch on a few things. One thing you did is you did write a book on bridge. And as we mentioned, you represented the U.S. in several different things. And and I imagine a lot of what you learned there contributed to what you're, you've been doing in business. No, it, it, it certainly did. I, I, I was just I enjoyed playing bridge as a, a just an avocation like in college, like everybody else. And when I had done my graduate work, I was out in it was kind of moonlighting during the summers uh, playing bridge professionally. But bridge in of, of itself as a game is really important because it's the only game that brings together people socially to interact with each other from 8 to 80. And nowadays, I, I really, it's so important to not make your friends based solely on your, your age group. I, I think that we have got a great country. I've learned so much from the people that are older than I, I am and also from my daughter, who's much younger than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, that, and that's another point is being able to understand it's, the age is totally irrelevant as to how you can help somebody and vice versa, how they can help you. And being able to bridge, you have, what's unique about it, you have to work with somebody just like in business and solve problems with them in real time. That, right. That's so important. And I also, when I was playing the world championships in 82, I, I was making plays that I, I thought were just incomprehensible. And I thought I was losing my eyesight. Indeed, I was. I, I closed my left eye and then I, I looked at a clock and I closed my right eye and did the same thing. And my right eye was much better than my left eye. Glaucomas called me uh, the silent thief. And oh, wow. my ophthalmologist have been able to save my vision. And I just wanted to get that plug in there in case it helps just one of your listeners that might be experiencing that problem today. Definitely. Glaucoma is a big deal. You don't want to, you don't want to get that, especially as we age. And so if you want to take care of your eyes for someone okay. else, there, uh, there is restorative vision technology on the way. So if somebody thinks they're going to be blind for life, Please hang on here because I, I know that it's coming and I've, I've talked to the people that are bringing it to market. Definitely, definitely. So uh, let's get into how did that, how did that parlay, uh, doing bridge and, and being really good at that, how did that parlay into your business? No, uh, that's a great, great segue. So it turned out when I was playing bridge professionally, I was asked by the American Contract Bridge League to form an organization of professional bridge players. And it, 
formed the Association of Professional Bridge Players that was accredited by them. I had Bill Leonard, who was president of CBS News, who was an avid bridge player, my board of directors. We put on a, a corporate sponsored tournament in 1982 at Dunsey Hotels. The only problem was I got hit by the biggest fire in Minneapolis history on Thanksgiving Day. I went back to my room and my window was melting. Oh, uh, wow. I... We had to get everybody over to the North Star Hotel that they that they also own. But because Bridge Flares were the largest broker of hotel convention space in North America, my wife and I wanted to start a family and I didn't want to be traveling around the country playing bridge more than I was fathering. So I told her I could start a company to do emulate what I was doing with bridge players and moving people like American Bar Association, IBM, to different venues in the country. And then I was sponsored in American Hotel and Motel Association and then befriended City Court. And from that point, I was able to partner with them in helping them develop their global multi-party settlement system and became fluent in technology, partnered with some bridge players who are product managers for Rockwell Hughes and Collins Radio. And we invented a teleportal, which was a, a, a telephone for the deaf that would allow deaf people to communicate with non-deaf and get them off teletype machines. Because we were kids of the 60s, loved to dance and to strobe lights. And when the yeah. phone rang, the strobe light would go off, which would allow deaf people to communicate with non-deaf and get them off teletype machines. That's but pretty this got by Bill South six months later. He said, wait a minute, these guys can trade stocks over the phone lines. So they said, uh-huh. too bad, so uh-huh. bad. When I got my business acumen during that time, from a guy named Roger Free, who developed the high-speed motor market for Rockwell from zero to 80 mil. And from that experience, I invented a technology that actually got a patent, sold the patent years later because the patent office was so slow in, in, in granting, granting the patent. But from that point, in running my business and managing six to eight employees, I was able to segue into founding World Business Services with the idea that I could help businesses find all these one-of-a-kind programs that would help them either get refunds or cost savings. There you go. There you go. You know, the last time I stayed at a hotel with a melting window was at the Motel 6 at Chernobyl. Make your bad luck. That's usually bad luck. I still yeah. blow from that, though. I, 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 I was going to say, no, what you do is terrific, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's it. All kidding aside, there, don't, don't, you're, you're right. You're sandbagging. Well, we, you know, we try, but uh, you know, it's uh, women will, women I date will say to me, you know, you have this beautiful glow. And I'm like, it's the radiation. So you founded, you founded your latest company, World Business yeah. Services in 1994. You, geez, you're almost 30 years old. Oh, thank you. Well, ages like time. There's just a lot yeah. of, so, yeah. you know, I get up, I, I get up by choice at three 30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I take my first walk of the day. I have a life. I bet this doesn't run me. I run my business. But I'm able, because I get up so early, to keep East Coast hours so I can work with people on the East Coast, Midwest. And then I break for lunch about one o'clock. And then when my wife comes home from teaching, because besides in the books for our, our, our company, my wife, Linda, just loves to teach, you know, primary school grade kids. And what she does with teaching is a hundred times more important than anything I do in business. But then when she comes home, we walk, we have a, a wetlands here in town in Petaluma, California, and we, we get our time together. And so you can run a business, and and the success is is measured, measured not by how much money you, you have. The, the metrics we have of saying money is the most important thing of life is crazy. 
time is the most important, but time is the money of life. Yeah, it really is. I mean, that, that is an incredible lesson to, to learn. You know, I, 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 when I was young, I was focused on the goal of life. I was like, always the destination, like got to make a million dollars. You got to get here. You got to get there. And I didn't realize until learning the hard way that it's all about the journey. You know, it's about, like you say, the time, the, the lessons I learned across the way, you know, seeing the ride outside the car, as opposed to just trying to get the goal. Cause sometimes you don't get to the goal, but sometimes the lessons you learn in life, watching the ride go by, you, you, you learn things that will actually get you to bigger goals. Yeah, uh, I guess. And, you know, it's, I, 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 it, I, people used to say to me, it's not about the destination, Chris, it's about the journey. And I'm like, I'm going to punch you in the face. They used to make me really angry because I, you know, I'm kind of an alpha type and, and I'd be like, shut up. It's bullshit. We're trying to get to the goal, the goal, the goal. (laughs) And, uh, you know, this, the, I, I, I sent a letter to my nephew and my niece when they graduated high school. And I said, life is about collecting stories you know, enjoy the ride, learn from the ride as it goes by, because it's going to go by quick. You're going to wake up, you're going to be 21 day and you're going to wake up and be 50 the next. And enjoy the ride, learn, collect stories. Life, you know, this is why we read books. This is why we do movies. This is why we do the podcast. You you collect stories and that's how we learn because no one gets an owner's manual on this gig. Last time I checked, I don't know, maybe you got one. I didn't. But, you know, so these are different ways you learn. And so you've learned a lot. You've incorporated that with your bridge playing and, and some of the different things we did with hotel connections. Let's talk and get into what World Business Services does because people out there are probably going, how do I, you know, what does this company do? Maybe how can it help me? Right. So. Our client pay less tomorrow for the same services they do today without any direct capital expenditure or debt service financing. And what I mean by that, as an example, is electricity for mid-sized companies and large companies is a perceived fixed cost, even in what are called regulated states. So, for example, where you are in Utah, uh, uh, Chris, and where I, I'm at in, in California, um, the utility is is tells the customer, you know, how much they're, they're paying. And then unfortunately the customer thinks, well, that's a fixed cost. I can't save any money on the, on, on my utility bills on electricity. And that's actually incorrect. Mm-hmm. So there's two ways that the customer can actually save. And, and one way is one of the services that I provide and have provided for decades, which is doing utility audits. So we've got a, it, and all that is, is, uh, there are most utilities offer a number of different tariffs. The tariffs themselves are incomprehensible, and the customers never proactively offered those tariffs by the utility. So what I'll do is I'll go in and I'll identify better tariffs for the customer that will reduce their their, their costs without them doing anything. And then all they're going to do is split that out with me going forward. And we have similar programs to that on a what are called performance based shared benefit based programs. So the other thing with electricity is we work with a company that delivers all types of energy efficiency products as a service. And what happened there is that on this hospital that we now in, in Southern California saved a half a million dollars. If you wow. Well, my utility audit, we now brought the, the, uh, the group in, the energy efficiency group. And what they're going to do at their cost, because they have investors behind them, that we'll put out for the equipment in terms of the design, the installation, the maintenance, and the equipment itself, which we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars, 
they're putting it, they're going to put it into the hospital. Hospital is going to save over a million dollars in the next five years and do nothing again. So those wow. are, that's just one example. How does that sound? That's That sounds awesome. I mean, in my businesses, we used to call them, I'm not sure if this is a term everyone else uses, but we used to call them bleed outs. What basically points where we were bleeding cash and there was waste, you know? And so it sounds like you're really good at identifying these, these uh, bleed outs, waste that are on the balance sheet. And, and they don't, you know, it's not like you're going to be spending a whole much more ton of money to fix them. You just find where you're bleeding out and you patch those or bandaid or, or, uh, you know, get those taken care of. And that used to be one of my biggest jobs as CEO was hunting for, you know, where we were wasting money, where we were bleeding out, where we could do cost reduction. Right. So let's talk about waste. So again, waste, sure, waste is the first thing that's cost. However, the, most of the country are in what are called non-franchised waste and removal markets. And so we work with the, one of the largest consolidators of waste in North America, and we're able to reduce the cost of any regional or national company, uh, a minimum guaranteed net savings of 10% on their waste in the United States, all 50 states, Canada, and Puerto Rico. Wow. And, and again, when people get their waste bill, they just pay it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, or they're not going to pick up the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And you saved, I think I, I heard in one of your interviews, you saved McDonald's a ton of money years ago. Right. Right. So we, we saved McDonald's Corporation over a million dollars over 20 years ago. Holy and crap. that's in the area of tax credits. Mm-hmm. And tax credits seem to be myopically one most people think they can't get tax credits so quickly we got mcdonald's tax credits based on the locations of some of their facilities franchisees and corporate that were in areas that were called enterprise zones and also we can do a work opportunity tax credit however the problem with their them are for example veterans are great great if you're hiring veterans or hiring people that have been in People that are come from low-income categories, employers are rewarded for that, but they don't know how to get them because you have to file all the paperwork within 28 days. We've got a provider that does that. But now, nowadays, we've got refunds on payroll taxes, even for nonprofits who think, well, wait a minute, I'm a nonprofit. You know, how can I get a refund on my, my payroll taxes? Well, most nonprofits don't think about payroll taxes as a tax, and so they're they just miss out on that. And that's the any, any size company. And we can do that also in research and development tax credits where people think, well, wait a minute, that must be just for scientists and people creating the formulas. And it's not because the laws changed up. We're getting a group of all this tens of thousands of dollars because of the new brews that they're, they're creating. So anybody that's created or improved a product, we just finalized the tens of thousands of dollars for a cosmetics company. So again, because they're coming out with the new cosmetics. Was that that, that's, that is just amazing. I, I have a friend I'm going to refer you to. She, she, you know, she, she came out of drug rehab. She started an employee leasing company and employee, uh, what, what do you call it? Employee, employee uh, recruiting. A, yeah. She's a, yeah. a, a PEL, a professional yeah. employment organization. And so what she's good at is she helps. She takes people that are come out of prison that are, yeah. you know, rehabbing their life. 
and she gets some jobs. And of course, well, that's the job market. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in touch with her, and and she, I don't know, she knows about the tax base thing or whatever. But you have you specialize with businesses and organizations and identify cost savings without any direct out of pocket expenditure or debt service financing. You have forty one of a kind general ledger cost reduction programs. That's correct. Talk, I mean, I'm sure there's probably too many to list here, but talk to us a little bit about that. Right. So let's take it in general terms, uh, anything that has to do with telecommunications, telecommunications, anything has to do with technology, any general ledger expense, you know, that might be, let's, let's take shipping. So a lot of mid-sides and large companies doing $250,000 a year on their small parcel shipping is that's again another fixed cost and shipping costs have really gone up because of the fuel costs of shipping. And we've got a provider that are former employees of the majors like FedEx and UPS. And what they do is they not only reduce the client's cost of the FedEx and the UPS, but they create a new revenue stream for them. That's not obvious because of the way they do business. So things such and in telecommunications as as examples two two examples that will help your listeners one is people are all now with covid they're saying well gee we should all get these voice over internet protocol phone systems which are known as voip systems and it's great because you can work remotely and you can you know be on the company you know get get through whether you're in 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 working in the uh, corporate headquarters or working remotely the problem is, is they don't tell businesses that you should keep some analog lines, particularly for your security alarm line, because all the insurance companies will have it that if you don't have an analog line, not all digital lines can go through to 911. And because if you have a fire, you're not protected on your insurance policy. Another thing is keeping your analog line in case your VoIP system goes down. Another backup you should have, though, and in addition to that, is you should probably have satellite as a backup, especially your mission critical. All your police stations and fire stations should have that. That's that's not obvious. And so anything that's a telecommunications cost, a utility cost, general ledger cost, but also let, let, get, let me go into two other little quick things, and then I'll, I, I, I want to wrap this up on this question. Like, what is payment solutions is critical right now? People are really getting hoodwinked on Visa and MasterCard in the way that it's being sold. And so we not only have programs that will help businesses who are actually paying about another half a percent, those that are doing business-to-business transactions and business-to-government, but this year we were able to get two regional retailers net refunds of over $300,000 apiece uh, on a, a class action settlement buyout that one of our top CPAs in the country gets at another one of our vendors for our clients. So all of those areas are areas that we can help businesses. And and then finally, in this area, we're coming out with a program that's going to allow any business to obtain within five seconds, they're going to, on on the average, they're going to be able for the cost of 1% to get paid within for up to $500,000 per transaction. And we're going to have that in a matter of weeks. And it's a real-time bank transfer, bank-to-bank. And the majority of the 97% of the banks in the United States are on this program. Wow. That's pretty darn amazing, man. That That's just incredible. I mean, the, the cost savings is there. It, it, it's always amazing to me in all my companies 
how it just, it was a never endless whack-a-mole for trying to find waste. And, uh, you know, I mean, I remember one time we had something disappear. We had a bunch of money go out the door one day and I was like, what the hell's going on? And our secretary decided to buy a whole year's worth of office inventory in one fell swoop, like a whole year's worth of office supply inventory. You know, this ex- back in the day it was the expensive laser jet stuff. And, and I was like, what the hell? Why would you buy a year? And she just did it because, you know, she thought she could because she had the credit cards. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's so much waste that, that can happen in a business and 40 different ways that you can sit down with people's balance sheets. What's the best way for people to work with you, reach out to you, cover setting up a relationship with you or finding out more about maybe how you could help them? Yeah, they can either call me directly at 707-328-4211 or they can email me. I've got a really easy email to remember. It is America, B-I-C, America at AOL.com. Mm-hmm. And then easier, I, I, I started the first couple of years. I founded World Business Services. I had, you know, Rod at worldbusinessservices.com and they never got the uh, the three S's in the middle. But if somebody emails me at Rod at worldbusinessservices.com, it'll still get to me. There you go. They can email you there. You still got the AOL address. That's all right. AOL is my primary. Again, it's just easy for people to remember. BizAmerica at AOL.com, right? It's America. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You well, and the AOL is easy to remember too. Well, you know, you've been doing this for thirty years. You you got to stick with the great email that you have. Well, yeah. Except I want to bring up my disasters here. You know, I I think it's important in business to bring up your disasters, sure, there, or or your needs, and, and I would literally call it more of a need than 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 everything else because I have needs as a company. What I I like to do is the clients that we get are gotten from people that are business professionals like myself who have existing clients. And we've been able to be successful because we've worked with business professionals and just partner with us. And then we just, they just go back to their existing clients and they can work under their own moniker or they can use our company's reputation, whatever they want, they they wish to, to do that. But I have a, I was, I had the forethought because of the background I had with the internet experience in fact, Bill, of reserving the name worldbusiness.com. And, and I purposely have not gone to market with that. I'm not the caretaker to that. I need to find a multinational company that's got an artificial intelligence engine and can use that portal to create American jobs. So whether what my participation is in that or whether licensing or Using some of the, you know, the resources that we have is a, that's something that, you know, I know that it's, I'm not the person to champion that right now. It, it, it doesn't help the greater good. And that's the whole thing. Uh, Chris is, you know, understanding that you have to partner just like in bridge. And so yeah. I'm still looking for those partners to let all my company to be wrong centric. I want it to be, you know, centric to help the greater good. And is there a minimum size of company that well, uh, should yeah, be working? No, no. And, and running my own small business for six day, you know, six day employees for ten years. I know how hard it is to run a small business. I've done it. I took it from cradle to grave. One day, a guy walked in who had sold his company to PeopleSoft. He was in the HR space, and he said he wanted to buy my company. I literally walked in off the street, and and so you just never know. And he said, "Well, two up, two people said." Oh, they, I should come and talk to you and say, it's, it's all your company. And that's how I sold hotel connections. 
And that, then I got this entrepreneurial seizure to start World Business Services. And here we are 28 years later, and I'm still as enthusiastic about the company. You know, it's, we live in a phenomenal way, country myself, my wife, and we raised our daughter here, Anna, and I should give her a moment of time to tell a little bit about Anna and, and how proud I am about her. But it, it's, it's one of these things where you, you know you, you can't live in somebody else's dream. You've got to find your own path. If you're in a captured position and you're unhappy, find, go somewhere else. You've got to be happy. You've got to be appreciated. Change the cast, you change the movie. Mm-hmm. What was it like to be, you were interviewed with Kathy Ireland. Is that Kathy Ireland of the old Sports Illustrated? Yeah, she she's now become one of the wealthiest women in the world, and she is wow. one of the humblest women in the world. Mm-hmm. It was it was really an honor. She she's just a truly a, a a wonderful and she and I have something in common. And she was the actually she was the first woman delivering newspapers in Santa Barbara growing up. But no, she's just a lovely person. And 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 you know she doesn't have to do her show, uh, but she does it. And again, because she wants to help people, and that's the whole idea. You know, you. You judge a true character of a person by the way they can treat somebody that can do absolutely nothing for them. I could do nothing. I could do absolutely nothing for Kathy Ireland. But look, she reached out to, you know, I, I felt like I was a, you know, from the book, Dr. Seuss book, Ork and Here's the Who. I felt like I was the, the Who and Whoville on, on the elephant's trunk. Oh, yeah. But, but it was it was an honor, and, and, and I really appreciated it. Yeah, it's it was an amazing interview that people can see on your website. And her yeah. her husband was a was a heart is a heart surgeon, but in his application, as he does a lot, he's a lobster fisherman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 lobster fisherman. That's all. Awesome. I, I, I I wanted to take a moment and, and I want to acknowledge my daughter Anna, who I'm so proud of. Anna's 38 years old, but she graduated Phi Beta Kappa from UC Davis. But and her husband Rob Van Acker, he's terrific too. Rob was the was the officer in Holland America cruises. He was out there for seven years. They were traveling around the world, and then the cruise people get jobs at universities and and, and entertainment venues like in Las Vegas. So he got a job at Southern Nevada College in theater lighting and stage production. He was doing that for seven years, but they're both online gamers, and they like these multiplayer game things to do. So in as their avocation. So a year ago, my daughter said to Rob, hey, you really ought to get into this and do cryptocurrency with it because nobody's doing crypto. So he got the fluency in that. He speaks at a global conference and then gets hired by this startup in Scotland. And they go over to Scotland now, and now they're managing two British programmers and 48 Ukrainian programmers who escaped before the war, and they're all now in, in Dubai. And that's where they are now. But it, my daughter got my her husband into a vocation that he he and her love you know they love gaming and now they're doing a paradigm shift for gaming i'm so proud of them i just needed to, to fit that in on shameless plug there you go there you go we got a plug for everyone on the show so uh, let's round out give us your last pitch as we go out on the show yeah just change the cast and you change the movie uh, what you want to do is find people who are, you know, if you meet a miserable person, they were miserable before they met you. That can't be helped. If you're in school and you're just graduating and you are, are, are going to go out and you're going to get interviewed, if you really do need to, you, you, you don't have the, the means to start a, a company on your own, 
and you're going into an interview, ask the first question, show you're interested, and then make sure that if you're going to get an offer to be hired, that you ask the interviewee if you meet the people you're going to be working with, because the HR department is not the people you're going to be working with. So you need to be happy doing that. Now, if you are going to be an entrepreneur, you should contact your local SCORE agency that's run by the Small Business Administration. It's a free tool for you. And you're going to be able to get mentored by somebody like myself. You know, that's a business professional that has an expertise in the area you're looking for. And then, then you can find out if they think you've got a good entrepreneurial idea, but don't don't risk, you know, don't risk starting a business and risking your family. Never take that type of risk. Never take a foolish risk. One of the things I love about what I do is I can't hurt anybody with what I do. Find something that doesn't hurt anybody or risk anybody's money. That's the best thing you can do. It'll make you the happiest. Definitely. Definitely. It will make all the difference in your world. Never let the miserable and the unlucky into your life. You know, I mean, some people were just raised with bad parents and they learn from those bad parents, awful habits. And, you know, I've had friends that are like, you know, this person is that, or this person is that I'm like, that's, that's the pattern they learn from their parents. They're not going to change. They're just going to keep doing that. Never let the miserable into your life because they'll just, you, you end up, you know, playing Captain Save Him, and, and that's just, and you usually can't save them. They just drag you down with them. It's kind of like a person who's drowning, and they just, instead of you saving them, they just pull you down with them. Because they, 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 they enjoy being in the drowning position, in the victim position. So, <laughs> it's always well, crazy. Yeah, and that's so right, Chris. That really well pushed. Yeah. Give us your .com so people can find you on the interwebs, please. Yeah, it's worldbusinessservices.com. There you go. There you go. It's been wonderful to have on the show. We really appreciate it. We've been able to learn a lot, Ron. It it really been a lot of fun. And, you know, you're, you're doing a great, just keep doing what you're doing because you're, this, your program is just educating your viewer, your viewership on so many different types of business people from all walks. And that's what you need to, you'd never stop learning. You don't need to go to college to learn. And, and matter of fact, our, our high school should have industrial plants right on there for contractors. That's sort of hands-on for the people that want to go in the hands-on because you need it. The educational system needs to align with what the jobs market is out there. Not everybody wants to sit in front of a computer for eight hours a day. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Well, thank you very much, Ron, for coming on. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank- really appreciate the opportunity. And good luck to you going forward, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. I need all the luck I can get. Thanks, my audience, for tuning in. Go to YouTube.com, Forchess Chris Voss. Go to Goodreads.com, Forchess Chris Voss. Go to our big LinkedIn group. There's 130,000 people over there. Go to our LinkedIn newsletter. That thing's fun. And we're playing with the uh, new LinkedIn audio chat it's the newest feature we got a hold of over there on linkedin so we're over there trying about every day or so trying to get chats going it's it's basically a copy of the clubhouse app if you're familiar with it i had about ten thousand people following me over on that app before it kind of died off so if you get a chance to check it out over there we certainly appreciate you guys tuning in be good to each other stay safe and we'll see you guys next time